Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hi, this is Linda Thompson, your host for The Author Show. Author Vicki Walton joins us today to share her first novel, a cozy mystery titled Chicken Culprit a backyard farming mystery book one. Set in a fictional small town in Colorado, Vicki's book touches on a lot of things very close to my heart. So let's learn more about Chicken Culprit from the author herself. Vicki, welcome to The Author's Show. Thank you for having me on, Linda. Appreciate it. Vicki, will you give us a quick overview of Chicken Culprit, a backyard farming mystery book one? Sure. Well, this is a story about Anne, who has always wanted to live a very simple life. And unfortunately, her husband didn't want that. He was wanting a political career. And so she finds herself now going to a small town, starting over, and she wants to take a Victorian house that she's purchased and fix it up and just have gardens and chickens and bees and just have a simpler life that she's always desired. So, unfortunately, as many things do in life, she has a little complication when her neighbor turns up dead in his compost pile, and that starts the story of all the mystery of why and who wanted to kill Ralph. (laughs) (laughs) I can certainly think of other places that if I were going to end up dead, I'd prefer to be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the compost pile has gotten a lot of people really like it. They can really picture that. So it was a good place to have everything happen. <laughs> so tell me, Vicki, when you were thinking about writing your book, did you have any particular type of reader in mind? I love Cozy Mystery. I've always been a Cozy Mystery fan. Agatha Christie is my favorite mystery author. So I just like it because it's light entertainment. So really, I just thought for any woman that likes Cozy Mysteries, that she would probably enjoy it because there's obviously a mystery to solve. There is a touch of friendship, a touch of romance, a little tiny bit of humor. So it's just a light entertainment read. However, I'm also a backyard farmer or suburban homesteader, which is what I call it. And so I thought, you know what? This is a big area that's growing with women, especially from 40s and up, of learning how to grow their food, learning about how to have maybe some control over what they're doing, knowing where their food is coming from. And so I thought, why not put those two together and have a mystery and homesteading theme for each book? And so that's why I started with Chicken Culprit. Homesteaders called uh, chickens kind of the gateway drug of homesteading. (laughs) Do your characters take on traits of people you know, or are they pure imagination? I think a little bit of both. In Candy, Candy says like a lot. And in fact, my daughter called me up when she had started reading it, and she said, oh, no, Mom, was this me? Because she tends to say like a lot. But I noticed that in some people, and so it just kind of, went into one of the characters and there's some traits obviously in them of people I've seen but a lot of them are just unique characters. Well from the title it's pretty obvious this is going to be a series so will the fictional town of Carolyn or central character Anne or both appear in all future books? Yes, they will. You know the more I got into it and the more that more characters came in I just fell in love with that little town. I would love to live there. And that's what a lot of people are saying, that they really love the characters. They 
can relate to them. They're not perfect characters. They're real people. They each have flaws. And there's a great place of Colorado and that scenery and just a small town camaraderie. So yes, both will definitely be in every book coming forward. How many books do you have planned for your series? Right now, I've got five in the series, so they're each around a particular theme. The next one is going to be around kind of a tinctures and herbal concoctions, so it'll be more about herbs and things, and I'll go ahead and give you the title, which is Cordial Killing. Cool. So tell me, I detect a bit of tongue-in-cheek humor in your writing. Would you say that humor <laughs> follows your characters throughout your book? I think so. Humor is such a personal thing. And so when I would think something was funny, I thought, I wonder if anybody else will think this is funny. But they have. And so that's really nice for me to know that I am relating, you know, tongue in cheek humor. Some of it is almost like cringeworthy, but that's what makes it funny is that it's like, oh, gosh, you know. (laughs) And so I hope that people just get a little chuckle or a giggle. You know, we've got enough bad stuff going around. We need to have a little lightheartedness every once in a while. You call a series the Backyard Farming Mystery Series, and you've talked about backyard farming or urban homesteading. What Mm -hmm. brought about your interest in that? I just have always enjoyed that, I think. And we purchased a house and I became, you know, how you are, you have to redo your yard and everything. And the fact is, is I'm just lazy. (laughs) And so I didn't want to have to do all the recreational mowing and that type of thing. And Colorado Springs is really a desert. A lot of people don't realize that. It's pretty much a desert type environment. And so I got very interested in permaculture and went to some classes for that and got certified. So I'm now actually a certified permaculture designer and so we started with that and then the next thing you know we were getting into chickens and then the next thing you know I was becoming a beekeeper and you know it just evolved and if someone would have told me years ago you're going to have chickens and bees especially the bees I would have said there is no way I mean I would see one bee and freak out but nowadays I can go out there with just my regular clothes on and there could be thousands of bees flying around me it doesn't even bother me because I've learned about it. Well, you have certainly chickens being the primary animal in your title, and you have compost patch, so I'm assuming there's garden, but do you include bees, or will there be another book that talks about bees? There will be another book. The third book is about bees and honey and all of that. We have wonderful honey from the bees, and they are so great because they pollinate the gardens. And it's really interesting. I just really never knew that much about bees until I studied it. So I think in some ways what I'm trying to do, too, is the mystery is always going to be central to the story. However, I want people to learn a little bit, too. In Chicken Culprit, they're going to learn a little bit about eggs. They're going to learn a little bit about chickens. In the honey one, they're going to learn about bees and how they are. And so each story will have a little bit of lesson to maybe inspire someone to say, you know what, I think I could do that and start. What makes Chicken Culprit stand out in a crowd? Well, that's a good question. I think it's just because every author has their own unique voice. And I've seen some backyard farming type stories, but, you know, it's just from my voice. I think every author has their own voice. It's a very simple story. It's very simple language. It's not a literary tome with this wonderful flowing language. It's something you would take and sit out in a chair and just have a fun time and read it. 
And so I think that it's just, you know, like every other author, it has a great story to tell. It has some serious points. I did bring in a serious aspect to it in one part, which really when I was starting the draft was not even going to be included. So maybe that's a little different than maybe what a normal cozy mystery would be. It's got a little bit of a serious tone to it, too. Well, here's where I have to admit, Vicki, that I've read Chicken Culprit, and I just have to ask, how long did it take you to pull together all the twists and turns that you have incorporated <laughs> into your story? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, this is funny, but I had been telling my daughter for the longest time that I wanted to write a mystery, but as everyone knows, there's always life and things going on. So it just so happened that she was in high school, and she had to write I'm going to mess up the acronym, but it's what, November NaNoWriMo or whatever it's called, where you have to write a novel in a month. And it was a very big part of her grade. So I said, I tell you what, you write yours and I will sit down at the table with you and I'll write my first mystery. And so I wrote it over that month and that was the first draft. And from there, I was able to see oh, I want to add this and I want to add that. And next thing I knew, I had to get posted out to keep track of who was doing what and who was the right person. And it gets pretty twisty and turny, but wait till the next one because it's going to be even more twisty turny. (laughs) (laughs) I hope I can, you know, keep it all in track because it does keep moving along. You got to keep those red herrings going. (laughs) Is Chicken Culprit similar to anything else we may have read? Hmm. The only thing I can think of is... They're separate because hers is culinary, but my Davidson has a wonderful culinary series set in Colorado. So we both have that similarity is that we both set our stories in Colorado. It's kind of a small town thing. There's a character that's got different things going on in their life, and they each are very, very passionate about their particular thing. In her case, it's catering, Goldie's catering, and in my case, it's the homesteading and permaculture and gardens and that type of thing. Is there a message in your book that you would like readers to remember? When I first started writing the mystery, I knew that I wanted to have a great relationship with the main character, Carol, and Candy. And Candy comes across at first, she's kind of a ditzy young woman and thinks that she's naive because she has seen the world and she knows sometimes how people are. And so she's trying to protect Candy a little bit. But I think what it is is that the story of friendship goes across all ages. I think that we need to have more friendships that break that barrier of all being the same age. You know, it's so great to have friends that are younger than you, that are older than you. You learn so much from both. That was probably my favorite part. I didn't really even see that coming, was the friendship between Candy and Anne and the love that continues to grow between them as the story goes on. Will you read for us an excerpt from Chicken Culprit? Oh, sure. This is a little ways into the book, and so I'll just start here. Sleep would be impossible. Anne pulled her terry cloth robe from the corner chair and shoved her feet into fuzzy slippers. Yawning, she made her way down the short, wide hall that led to the kitchen. The gibbous moon illuminated the room, so she didn't bother to flip on the light switch. She turned on the sink tap to fill her glass. Raising it to her lips, Anne caught a flash of light behind the lilacs. She blinked her eyes, looked once more. Yes, there it was again. Muted, but definitely what looked like a light flickering over by the compost pile. Could it be the moon was reflecting off a piece of metal or something shiny that shone through the trees? 
or had the killer really returned to the scene of the crime. She needed an unobstructed view. If she went out on the porch, she might be able to distinguish what she'd seen. She opened the door, but the wind caught the outer screen, slamming the frame against the wall. The light flipped off. Now what? She stood motionless. The last thing she wanted was for someone to see her. She waited for a few minutes that seemed like an eternity, then took a hesitant step forward. She squinted towards Ralph's yard. No light. She debated with herself about what she'd seen when curiosity won over. Just in case there was actually someone there, she grabbed a hammer from the toolbox at her feet and quietly advanced toward the bushes. She tried to justify her investigation and assure herself she wasn't like the dumb female victims she despised in scary movies. Just to be sure, every so often, she would pause and listen. Was the person she saw doing the same thing, advancing toward her? Should she just go back inside? Even with her conscience telling her to stop, she kept moving forward. I love it. So tell me, Vicki, where can we learn more about you, about your other books, and most of all, where can we purchase Chicken Culprit, a backyard farming mystery? Well, you can learn more about me at VickiWalton.com, and it's V-I-K-K-I-W-A-L-T-O-N. I do have that different spelling of the Vicky. You can buy the book at any bookstore that you like, any online major retailer. If you like your local bookstore, which I love local bookstores, then just call them up and order it, and they'll be able to order it for you. Vicki, it's been such a pleasure to talk with you. I love Cozy Mysteries, and you've written an outstanding one. Thank you for sharing Carol in Colorado and its quirky residents with us today. And when you publish your second in your series, will you come back and visit with us again? Oh, certainly. I really appreciate you having me on, Linda. Thank you so much. As I said before, I've read Chicken Culprit, and once I started, I literally couldn't put it down. Just when I thought I had it all figured out, Vicki hit me with another twist. So masterful is her ability to weave a tale. I loved the ending, although it was totally unexpected. I read her book in one evening, late into the night, simply because I had to know what was going to happen next. So if you're looking for a cozy mystery, put Chicken Culprit at the top of your list, and you won't regret it. And I thank you for listening. Please visit theauthorshow.com to visit other featured authors. These interviews are available to book buyers worldwide on demand every day, 24-7. And for those who like audiobooks, please check out our audiobook store at theaudiobookmarket.com. If you have written a book and would like to be a guest on the show, visit theauthorshow.com, complete the interview request form, and we will contact you shortly thereafter. The Author Show is a great way to market your book by getting in front of your target audience with a high-quality interview that will make a real impact. Please Please visit us again as we continue to bring you really great books and very interesting authors on The Author's Show. Thanks for listening to The Author's Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author's Show.